Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Right, it is that time once again. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Awesome.com betting show. Gonna talk a little college football, mostly gonna be NFL. I am Ben Razza here with my man Julian Edlow. Uh, Julian, happy Friday. As always, my first question I'm in New York. It's snowing. Is it snowing in Boston? So I'm not in Boston. I'm in Rhode Island right now. Is it snowing there? It is not snowing. It is one of the grossest rainy days of the year. Um, I actually, this is this is one of my only away times in a while. I do have to work some today, obviously. I'm here. Um, I had a nice relaxing tea time with a buddy later today that I was very excited about. And it is probably the worst golf day I have I've ever seen. But talking to everybody at home in Boston, there is snow on the ground. So yeah, it's, lose lose for everyone. It's not great here. Uh <laughs> Not not ideal. So I'm going to be burrowed down, sweating golf. Football weather. Football weather, breaking down these games. And that's what we're going to do here. Certainly going to dive into Odd Chopper, uh, get everyone ready. We're going to try, as chat says, we're going to try to find another Tulsa like play. Uh, you and me were all over Tulsa on this show last week. That one's great. Sailing. I wish South Florida was playing so we could just fade them, but we will have to find something else. But before we do, I want to dive in quickly just to last night. Mm-hmm. We saw the game in the South. Falcons, I'll tell you what, when he missed the extra point and they were only up by eight, I was certain that the Falcons were going to find another new way to lose, but they managed to hold on. Uh, I didn't have a ton of exposure on the game. I I faded DJ Moore and receptions. uh, As you guys saw with the daily prop, that worked out well. What were your thoughts just of the game before we dive into everything? Yeah, that line was so, so weird. Um, I did bite a little bit. I got the Panthers at minus 115 money line. Um, and I played it for a little bit. I was well aware that I was jumping into a trap. Um, and I thought that I would be able to, uh, <laughs> that I was smart enough to be able to handle the trap, that I would be able to get through it. Uh, but obviously, like, everybody thought that line should have been bigger. And then it comes all the way from three down to a pick em in some spots, one, one and a half, Uh it was weird and the Falcons, you know, talent eventually won out on, on the road. Um, Not much of a take on the game. Like this is, this is kind of what the Falcons do. They start horribly. Maybe there's some value on the Falcons moving forward. They did just get, you know, a nice road win. So 
I, I don't know what their their you know what their value will be moving forward, but they do kind of finish strong once there's no pressure and they're completely out of it. Uh, so I guess that's something to keep an eye on. The Panthers, you know, nice story. They're they're playing better than they than we all you know expected them to be, but I don't think they're a playoff team or anything. Um, from a from a betting standpoint. I told you before the show, I, I liked your article on DJ Moore receptions a lot. I played his over yardage. Um, I thought about about going your route as well, but they were kind of conflicting bets. And I, I just felt we only needed three or four receptions to get there against that Falcon secondary. And uh, of course, he doesn't catch anything for, for a few quarters. And then two for 55 in the fourth quarter, I think it was, just needed one more to get there. Didn't work out. Um, and the other prop I wrote up in the, in the article for Osmo yesterday was, uh, Todd Gurley to score, um, which I saw it at as high as like minus 160 on other sites. DraftKings had a pretty good number on it at minus 121. Gurley had scored in five of seven games, seven touchdowns in seven games. Now he has eight touchdowns in eight games. That one worked out. Um, but yeah, no, no, no crazy takes on the game. It was kind of roughly what I expected. Um, although I just thought the Panthers would be on the winning end of it. Yeah. You know, you mentioned a couple of things. I, I don't have many takeaways. The Falcons are a team. I think nobody's doubted their talent. Uh, so they can beat teams. They can look good. It's just, can they sustain it? And then the Panthers, they're kind of just that for me, just like that standard middling team, they've beaten yeah. teams like the Cardinals. They're going to have some bad losses not a team I have a great grasp on. We'll see. McCaffrey should be back. It's a tough sooner. team to bet. It really tough to either bet. Either way, either way. Because their spreads always look one way or another. It's like, wow, I thought that would be much higher or much lower. And I think that's just a problem. I didn't I didn't feel like I was betting on the Panthers uh when I when I got them just on feeding the know, Falcons. Them. I was like, once this gets to a pick'em, I will bet on the Falcons to lose. Um and like you said, once the missed extra point got it to eight, it's like, ooh, how are they gonna do this one? Um, and they pulled it out. Yeah, it was just, listen, it was one of those games. Obviously, Gurley, I also think we should mention that. He's leading the league in rushing touchdowns right now. He is finding the end zone. They are giving him work down there. Ridley banged up again. Uh, Julio was really good. But Todd Gurley is finding that end zone. So if you want to look at props like that each and every week. I will. That was one One I was kicking myself about. Julio always gets the Panthers, like, every time. So I was, I, I forgot about it. And then he, you know, he started the game with like a million catches uh, right out of the gate. And I was like, that's right. Julio kills the Panthers. I, I kind of regret not looking at a prop there, but it obviously became easier once, once Ridley uh, got banged up. Oh, for sure. Um, but listen, we, we got through this, that game. We got plenty more to talk about on NFL Sunday, but before we do a couple things, one chat, it's good to see everybody. I'm excited for Halloween. I'm actually not, uh, but we are running a promo pumpkin. You can get in. You only have a day left to do this for $10.31 for a platinum weekly pass. You're going to get all the tools, Alex's ownership, the projections. Uh, we've got football. We've got golf. We've got all sorts of things uh, to come and try out. So we're running that only a couple of days left. We'd love for you guys to get in for a week and, and try it out. No better time to do it than now. And you're, you're saving a ton of money by using this promo. So promo code pumpkin I'll talk about that again later in the show, but let's get to Friday night football. This is something I never thought was a thing, but the unique situation out there has, I guess, forced some unique things within college football. And we have three games tonight. Uh, They're not the best games in the world, but we've got one big 10 game, one American game and one mountain West game. So 
The first game is Minnesota and Maryland. It's a 20-point spread. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. I don't know why you would have caught this, but Maryland played Northwestern. They lost 43-3. to Tua's brother is the quarterback of Maryland. He was awful. He threw three picks. He gained less than 100 yards passing. Minnesota got crushed by Michigan at home, but they do have some talent. 20 points is a lot. I don't really have a position on the game. Is there anything that you want to talk about from that game? Um, I was surprised when I saw the number. Uh, I knew the Michigan-Minnesota score. That was a, you know, that was a primetime game that got some yep. attention last week. Uh, I knew the Maryland number. I knew Maryland was like plus 11, plus 12 against Northwestern. And then I saw this number, so I wanted to check the box score. I was like, wow, that's a big number. Minnesota didn't look all that good. They had some guys out. Uh, and then saw that beatdown that, that Maryland took. Um, <clears throat> I, I have no idea how to, how to bet this game. I was curious if you had anything on it. It seems like 20 for Minnesota is just too much for the way they looked. And it seems like you would be stupid to back Maryland after they just could not get anything going. So I, I have no take, maybe a game to get in on live. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota's going to move the ball. Uh, Tanner yeah. Morgan is good. Bateman is a pro. Ibrahim in the backfield, you know, a buck 40 against Michigan is impressive. Uh, so what about a team total? Play? Yeah, it's just, it's higher than I would like, to be honest. Um, what is it? I don't even, I'm pulling it up. So it's the, the over under of the game is sitting, I think it's 61. Uh, so their, their team total is sitting around 40 right now, give or take. That's a lot of points. Big number. <laughs> Big number. Um, oh, for it. 41 and a half. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's a lot of points. Uh, can they, can they rack it up? Uh, yeah, I guess they can. But if Maryland is this inept on offense again, I'm not sure Minnesota will need to, I could see it being 35 to 10. I could see it being 38 to 14. So. All, right. All right. So now I'm, I'm just continuing to think yeah, out loud. So it. now what about, <laughs> this is how I like when I don't know anything about a game because it gives me better ideas. If I have a preconceived notion, yeah, you're biased. then I'm, you know, right, exactly. So now what about Maryland's team total 20 and a half? Can they get to 21? So that is going to be interesting. Certainly they're going to be passing. I, they have to be better. Um, you can't be any right. worse than last week. Exactly. The problem is I just don't know what to really expect. They're so unproven. Minnesota's defense is not anything I'm overly worried about, but Michigan, we've only seen these teams once. That's really the problem. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like the second week of the season for the Big Ten, and that makes it tough. So I, I do think live is interesting. Like You'll be able to tell pretty quickly if Maryland can move the ball at all. And depending on how they look offensively, I think that's a domino effect for multiple team totals, for the over, for even a position on one of the teams. All right, so I'm going to watch the start of that game, and then I'm going to bet on something. And then what you're going to do, we've got two more games. The 9 o'clock game, East Carolina, 17-point underdog, going to Tulsa. Uh, listen, Our Tulsa's Tulsa. A team, a, a Tulsa's a team that we like. I think that's a pretty fair number. It, it would be Tulsa <laughs> or pass for me. East Carolina's pretty bad. We saw what Tulsa did to South Florida. They have some COVID issues. We heard that in the broadcast. It's almost impossible to get information on this stuff. Uh, unless it's Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> unless it's Trevor, that's right. I mean, it's not, it's not their quarterback, so they should be good. Um, but I want to just get to the last game and then we'll get to the NFL. This is, Five, this is hold on. can I, I, can I ask you some stuff on this one? Please. Um, go ahead. 
first of all, how bad is East Carolina? Because why is Tulsa easily a bigger favorite in this one than South Florida? Because the first thing I did, I wasn't fully aware of how bad South Florida is. And oh, my God. I, I did bet Tulsa just based on some info I had before that, and then you kind of turned me on to how awful they are. So the first thing I did this week was just I scrolled through the board looking for the South Florida game to bet on the other team, and it wasn't there, uh, which angered me. So why – why is East Carolina so much bigger of a dog? Not so much bigger, but a, a bigger dog than than South Florida was. Yeah, I, I'm a little confused on that myself for for various reasons. I, I mean, one thing it's at Tulsa, um, and okay, true. I, I just don't know though. Just looking at East Carolina, they crushed South Florida. They beat them by 20. Um, this team played South Florida and they crushed them. Then they lost to Navy. Hard fought game against Navy. Navy doesn't throw. Totally different. Uh, situation uh, to me this game is as much as I like Tulsa it, it could get out there I don't mind uh, actually uh, you know friend of the show in chat said bet down that East Carolina scores first I do think East Carolina will be able to generate some offense just not sure if they'll be able to stop Tulsa and ultimately it Tulsa should win out uh, I'm not sure I'm going to lay 17 though it, it's a higher number than I thought but I've been backing Tulsa the whole year that makes sense yeah but the last game, this is going to be right in uh, – maybe it'll be in your wheelhouse. We've got Mountain West, Hawaii, goes to Wyoming. And this is one of the most interesting situations out there. You want to know why I like the Bills? It's because of Josh Allen. You know why I like Josh Allen? Because he went to Wyoming, and I would talk about betting them nonstop. Cash cow a couple years ago. Hawaii comes in, and Julian, you'll be familiar with this – they beat Fresno State in week one. Now, last night, okay. Fresno State played, and they looked mm-hmm. pretty good against Colorado State. They looked very good. They did. <laughs> but if there is one team that, and I know you people may think this is like, oh, this is like narrative street. It's not. Hawaii coming into Laramie, Wyoming, where it's supposed to be 20 degrees tonight, is not good for them. Uh, the splits are real. They do not play well in the cold. It's 80 degrees in Honolulu. Uh, Wyoming plays above altitude higher than any other place in college football. It is the highest altitude stadium out there. It is very difficult to play in. Hawaii's got a really good quarterback who is a dual threat. They looked great. Wyoming's quarterback broke his leg last week, but they brought in the freshman (laughs) and he looked okay as well. They have a good defense that will generate pressure. I am going against the grain here. Everything on paper would tell you to take Hawaii in this game. I'm taking Wyoming at home. They are notoriously stingy at home. And a team off the mainland coming in there is not a great spot for them. I've actually heard, uh, I've talked to a couple of people that do like Wyoming. So I'm glad to hear that you're there. I will probably tail you guys and and play that. Um, you did scare me a little bit doing the quarterback breakdown. Yeah, that, that was a really good looking dual threat quarterback. Wyoming's quarterback broke his leg last week. I, I don't love that part, but um, there's a reason they're slight one-point favorites at home, I guess. Yep. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride it. I'm in. Count me in. So the, the thing I like, Wyoming's quarterback, who broke his leg, which is never ideal, he did it on the, like the second play of the game. Okay, so we got to so go look at this other kid. We saw this guy play. He's another dual threat. He had two rushing touchdowns for them. Very Josh Allen-esque. Very Josh Allen-esque. The biggest problem for Wyoming last week, they gave up 420 yards passing, uh, which is not great. But again, 
This is going to be in the freezing cold. Not to say they can't move the ball, but it's just not the same conditions. Hawaii actually rushed for 300 yards last week, not through the ball like they're notoriously known to do. I really do think this is a clash of styles and at home, in the cold, grind it out, get pressure. If they can contain this quarterback on the ground, and he's a good player, I think that Wyoming will find a way to win with the running game, ugly game, maybe you lean under as well. All right. Makes sense to me. I don't know anything about these teams. <laughs> Wyoming, man. I'm bet I'm I'm the, I'm a square for college football. I'm betting Ohio State on Saturday night. So am I. So that's okay. That, that seems is... it seems like you just oh yeah, Ohio State bet on them Saturday night, but that seems too small the way Penn State looked and the way Ohio State looked. And they also Ohio State wants to get Justin Fields uh the Heisman, which is now back open with Trevor Lawrence's situation. Yes. Um, they want to look as good as they can in these eight conference games. They do not let up. It's foot on the gas until zero is across the board in the fourth quarter. I, I That makes me feel good about betting them at some of these like big favorite numbers we're going to see throughout the season. I'm with you. Penn State, Saturday night. Utter, <laughs> utter shame for scoring when you don't understand the rules and then ultimately losing the game in overtime, just like Todd Gurley, <laughs> big, big problems there. But you know what? If anyone has questions, I'm going to have an article out tonight, today, breaking down this three game slate for college football, getting slack. We're going to be talking that game, but let's, let's move it on. Let's get to the NFL Sunday. We got a lot to talk about here. Here we go. We got some big time games, Julian. Let's just jump into it. Uh, yep. I want to start with the marquee matchup jets chiefs. Um, no, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's it. I, I do want to ask you, though, what do you do with a game like that, honestly? It's it's sitting at, tw- like, 20 points spread. Um, nothing, right? Nothing. Because, okay. I, look, I'm, there's no way I'm going to bet on the Jets at any point this season. Like, Correct. You can't – nobody's going to bet on the Jets. Um, you can't like – historically, you can't back the Chiefs or anybody in this spot because – uh, I forget the numbers, whatever it is, like going back to 1993 or something, there's like eight of these three touchdown favorites. And I think the favorites two and six against the spread, something don't quote me on that, but those are the rough numbers. Like the one, one of the teams that did cover it was the Patriots in week two last year against the the dolphins in that like 43 to nothing game. Um, but generally generally these three touchdown dogs find a way to find a way to do it. Um, Here's how you can maybe bet this game. One thing, if the Le'Veon Bell needs to get familiar with the chiefs offense, if the chiefs want Le'Veon Bell to score in this game, he will score in this game. So like if there's a Lev Bell touchdown prop, if there's a a low bell rushing prop, he looked pretty good on limited carries uh, last week against Denver Maybe you do a little something with Bell, but in terms of the numbers, like, no, I'm not teasing the Jets up to 26 and a half. No, I'm not teasing the Chiefs down to 14 or whatever. Like, I, I want no part of any of these numbers or total because it could be, it could be 35 nothing Chiefs. It could be a much closer, higher scoring game. Who like? I want nothing to do with any of this. As we bring up the matchup page. We got the old the old Chiefs money line sitting at minus two thousand. Uh, I do think if there's one uh, one lock that I'll give on this show, <laughs> I think Chiefs money line is going to. That's pass. what we do on this show. Uh, one and zero is one and zero. Please, people, don't bet that. That will be my whale play. Um, 
it's not shocking to see that literally every all the handle, all the money, all the tickets are on the Chiefs. No one's going to back the Jets. It's, it's going to be Chiefs or pass. It's a clear pass for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not betting a game where a team can be up 28 nothing and you might get backdoored. That's just, that, I don't <laughs> that do hurt. things like that. Um, but let's get to real games now. I, yeah. I did want to, Lev Bell is kind of interesting. See where those props come out. I want to get to the big time matchups. There's divisional matchups with major, major storylines. The first one, the Steelers are the undefeated team. This is a tough spot, though. Coming off a, a game where they honestly almost blew it, probably should have. Now they go into Baltimore. Uh, that is a big-time matchup. The Ravens are coming off the bye. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Great game. We know that. Great mm-hmm. betting game, though. I do like Baltimore. I haven't so bet I. the Ravens yet, uh, but... Like you said, the Steelers almost came undone last week, but it worked out against the Titans, but that's the Titans. This is the Ravens. The Steelers are due for some regression, it, it feels like. Um, the look-ahead line was like five and a half, six, and then Pittsburgh wins that game, and now it's three and a half or so. Uh, the Ravens are a little bit easier to forget about coming off of a bye. We didn't get to see them dominate anyone uh, last week, but John Harbaugh is Baltimore's head coach. 10 and two straight up out of the bye, nine and three against the spread. Um, last year's game for Baltimore out of the bye was the undefeated Patriots coming to town. The Ravens were three point dogs at home and just walloped them 37 to 20. Um, basically ending the uh, Patriots run There's The Patriots since that game are six and nine since that game in Baltimore. I remember not that a game. good, not a good team. We'll talk bills Patriots later because oh, we certainly that's will. getting out of control. Um, but yeah, it's it's a Baltimore spot for me. Uh, they didn't look good, obviously, in that primetime game against the Chiefs. I think that's on people's minds, and uh, it just it's going to swing the other way. I feel like this is a spot for Baltimore. Yep, buy low spot on Baltimore. I am going to wait just because it's sitting at three and a half. I, I don't think it's ever going to hit three, but if it does, I will pounce right. immediately. Coming, you mentioned it, you summed it up great. Coming off the buy, feel like they're a little not that their stock is depressed. But I feel like people have said Lamar hasn't looked as explosive. The Ravens have been a little sluggish. And the Steelers, yes, they are undefeated in record. But I'll be honest, does anybody really think that they're the best team in the AFC? Like, they're, they're a good team. Yep. I, I don't think that's the answer, though. And honestly, I don't think they're the best team in this division. I expect the Ravens <laughs> to win the North. So It's an interesting uh, Baltimore division week as well on the futures because you can get them at, like, minus week. 120, which once they – hopefully win this game uh, is just not going to be there again. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to take the cross comparison, obviously minus minus one twenty there, they're minus two Oh five on the money line for this specific game. Right. So they should win this game. And if they do, that number is long gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that is interesting. Now is the time to buy if you want to do that. Yeah, this is a, this is a game. I think you can look uh, to some, I, I want to see what the props come out. Now we know the Steelers are a good defense, Hollywood Brown, to me, could be in a a situation where he gets over the top. Mark Andrews has the tougher of the two matchups. But overall, I just expect the Ravens to be ready. Uh, This is a big-time matchup and a big-time game. So it's a good one. You know me, though. Like, yeah, I I lean to you on these. You like the Ravens. I'm there. I like to go to just the garbage games, (laughs) the dumpster dive games. Uh, It always works out now. The Browns last week, I pushed. I got a good number, and mm. I pushed because they missed the extra point. Right. Um, 
I got some Browns. I got some Browns money line live, which which worked out. Okay, that worked out. Uh, What do you make of Cleveland again this week? Interesting matchup against your boys, the Vegas Raiders. Two and a half point favorite at home for for Cleveland. To me, it seems like another pretty good spot for the Browns. Are you interested in backing them once again? Uh, I can't decide on this game. I obviously want to go against the Raiders and believe that they're going to lose this game because once again, I'm in a spot where (laughs) I I need them to lose this game. uh, If I'm going to have any chance at, at under seven and a half wins, um, which is just not looking good, but um, I go back and forth. Like no OBJ is probably what's getting us under three here, which is nice because I don't hate the offense without Beckham. Like obviously Higgins looked, looked great. Uh, Bryant filling in at tight end uh, looked really good. Um, I think the Browns will be fine, but I do worry about the bounce back spot for the Raiders. One thing did go my way last week. The Bucks killed the Raiders. That helped me in everything futures wise. Uh, that was like the first game this season where a game actually helped two of my futures at the same time. Normally it's been going the other way. Not um, with that. But, but uh, like nothing from, from Josh Jacobs. I feel like this is a week for uh, that. The Raiders can get things going on the ground against the Browns and, and give them some trouble. Uh, it's a good spot for Darren Waller to to get involved in the pass game. I most likely will pass on this game, um, but potentially get in get in live at some point. I don't think I'm going to back either side in the game. I'm going to stick with this theory, and he did not play great last week. He still got into the end zone late. Kareem Hunt. Vegas run defense, 24th right yeah. now, giving up a little over four and a half yards per carry. Again, in these game scripts where Cleveland is slight favorites, I think they have no choice but to lean on Kareem Hunt. And if the volume is there, the usage will, you know, the the, the yards will get there. It doesn't mean it works every time, but I feel so confident that he's going to get his touches on the ground. When that prop comes out, I expect to hit it again. I've been doing that. And I think with Beckham going down, it just makes it that much more likely that Kareem Hunt is heavily involved on the ground regardless. Yep, that makes sense. No argument for me there. All right, we're gonna keep it going. Couple, couple other games that are that are kind of interesting. Do you want to? Do you want to talk? I, obviously, you're gonna to have to at some point try to spin the dumpster fire that is the New England Patriots right now. It's all hands on deck. They have to win this game. I assume you would think to, to have any chance in the division. Oh yeah, I knew that you were saving this one for. I don't. I don't know when you were gonna get. I'm to very it. nervous. You were obviously gonna jam it in my face at some point. I'll jam um, it next week. I'm very nervous about this game for the Bills. Okay. So I, I'm going to sound like a Patriots homer here. They have looked awful. They've been they so, so bad. I, we talked about them on the show. We both kind of leaned to a Patriots bounce back against the Niners. I didn't bet it. I assume you didn't bet it either. Thank God. Obviously that was just <laughs> no chance, pure domination, run the ball down your throat and the game's over. Um, Now Edelman is, you know, gone for this game. Gilmore has popped up on the injury report with a knee. I I don't know if that's trade related or real. Things are gross for the Patriots. The Bills quietly didn't score a touchdown against the Jets. They looked bad. They looked bad against the Jets and they lost two games right, right before that. So 
the every the, the Patriots are the story coming into this game, and and rightfully so because of how awful they've been. But it overshadows how bad the Bills have been three weeks in a row. So I think this is going to be a grosser game than expected. I think there's step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. There's going to be a lot of running the ball. I think this could be an under game. Um, but in terms of a side, if you, if you made me bet this game, I don't think I'm going to take a side. I would play the under if I had to play one thing. If you made me take a side... I would bet Patriots money line to bounce back in this game because they have to have it to have any chance at this season. Um, and if they don't win this game, I have no interest in backing the Patriots in any other way this, this year. Uh, I lean to the under as well. It's a low total, but for good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The bills went with the six field goal strategy last week. <laughs> they held the, the jets to legitimately no yards in the second half. I, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but I, as crazy as the sounds, the Patriots' offense at times is Jets-esque. They have nothing going no, I, on. I agree. They have like, zero. They And I could see the Bills' defense once again really putting the stranglehold on. Now, Josh Allen, the key to this game is avoid the turnovers. Belichick's done a great job against mm-hmm. him. Uh, he's got the weapons. We'll see if John Brown plays. That would help them. I think it makes the offense that much more dynamic. If everyone is good, if Dravius White is in and these guys, they should win this game. I they don't even gonna, need white. Like, who do you, who yeah, do you want him to cover? The there isn't a weapon that you need to shut down. Fair like, point. Just um, throw another linebacker in there and stuff the run. Like, I just, again, in a low total like this, I'm not, even though I think the Bills are, are the better team, I'm not running to the window to lay four, though. I'm just not. Um, yeah, it's going to be a gross game. I rarely do this. But I, I would consider, and I may end up playing a money line parlay of Bills Ravens. Like I, I like both those games. They're both sitting around four. The money lines are around minus two hundred. That'll that'll put it push it up. I don't have it in front of me, but around even money. You know, a, a minus one ten ish. I think they both probably win the game straight up. I just don't really want to lay that three and a half four in these type of games. That's fair. These could. I could definitely see these being field goal games. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, The one piece from a Patriots standpoint that I'm curious about is Gilmore because you, you need Gilmore um, not only to play, but to actually be locked in uh, and not thinking about getting traded or wanting out or whatever. If Gilmore plays and is locked in uh, covering digs, that really helps to the under and that really helps to keeping this game closer and in check for, for the Patriots. If Gilmore is winds up not playing um, there's zero chance. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I do want to say real quick uh, chat, as you guys know, if you watch the show and you're familiar, what you see on your screen right now is our odd shopper product. It's totally free to go check out. You're going to get the best prices. You can shop the lines. You can search by player. Jordan's got the game pages up there, which has everything you need to look. Uh, it's really important to see this stuff. Uh, it's not going to make or break your situation, but you can see some things that you say, okay, maybe 
you know, Julian talks about this a lot on the show. Sometimes they're the, the best bets are the ones you potentially hold off on. And I use Odd Chopper a lot almost as a double check. I, I go in and I make sure, am I not missing anything? Uh, and if I see something concerning, maybe I, I hold off on a bet and that can be just as valuable as placing one. So keep that in mind. The other thing on this Friday morning, I'm going to ask for some likes chat. You guys know the drill. My God, it's really snowing here, man. I can't believe this. Um, Yeah, it is. It's now snowing in Rhode Island. If like, you were curious, it was not when we started the show. Yeah, snow. I, I'm going to ask for likes on this snowy day i need to run hot in the golf i am trying to will it while i'm on the show my personal tea time is not looking good later yeah you're you're doubtful for i was gonna play you in showdown but apparently your your tea time no <laughs> dice um i hope you're good with me shooting 120 because that's <laughs> yeah that's right my wheelhouse my first and last golf adventure of 2020 has come and gone um is there any other game? Are there teasers? The floor is yours for, for this Sunday NFL. Uh, you know, there's there's several other games that we can talk about. Chad, if there's a game you want to touch on, drop it in. But is there any game that caught your eye specifically? There is. Um, and I wrote these ones up on Osmo, so you can go check out that article. Uh, there are a couple, but two spots that I really like. I like the Rams minus three and a half a lot. Um, kind of square, trappy spot. Uh, the Dolphins are coming off a bye. The Dolphins are starting Tua for the first time. The Rams are coming off a short week, uh, traveling east. None of that concerns me, um, and I'll bring up the numbers on it. But first of all, I, I just – Tua had a really good offensive line at Alabama, very well protected. He doesn't have that in Miami, and now goes against Aaron Donald and that defensive line. Um, Yo, what a bad first game. It, yeah, it's just like – just think about it forget the numbers and you know everything that we want to get into like it's a weird spot to start Tua isn't it seems hard (laughs) well I listen I've already given I get coming off the bye but I honestly I'm not going to derail the show with my Justin Herbert slander I will say though I honestly believe that him getting thrown in there and being really good and Burrow looks good has turned up the heat on the Dolphins because True. every other guy is playing well. And now it's like, well, what are, what are we waiting for? But coming off crushing the Niners, didn't that feel weird? Like, um, you know, they crushed the yeah. Niners. Fitzy looks great. And then they're just like, all right, you're done. Yeah. It, it was, it's almost like this was preconceived. Pre- yep. Um, like taking Blake Snell out the other night and the Dolphins just said, tough scene this is this is when we're gonna go uh with Tua no matter what but bad matchup so yeah I I think that the Rams defense is gonna give Tua a lot of trouble and then here's the here's the numbers that I got from uh from Bet Labs since 2003 teams on six days rest facing an opponent off a bye 25 9 and 1 against the spread so the spot if you're concerned at all about the Rams you should not be um if that team with six days rest is on the road, 11-1-1 against the spread. If the team on short rest is the favorite, 14-3 and against the spread. If the team on short rest is a road favorite, 4-1 and against the spread. If the team on short rest is a West Coast team traveling east for the early game, 3-0 and against the spread. Every single number backs the Rams, and my eyes tell me to bet on the Rams. So there's that. They do look good. I mean, you know, it's been a weird little stretch for them. Obviously, they come up Super Bowl, then Sean McVay. I didn't think he looked great. And now they're starting to do some things that are innovative again. And, you know, 
the offense looks good. They've got the state. They're a tough team in DFS because they use a lot of guys. I think Henderson's the best back. Malcolm Brown gets in there. If Higby doesn't play, we've seen Gerald Everett looked really good last week. Reynolds, they've got the guys on the outside. I think the biggest storyline clearly in this game is that they're going to get pressure on Tua, and we just don't know how he's going to react. I wouldn't be stunned to see him react poorly in his first NFL start. Yeah, that's that's where I'm I'm mostly leaning there. Okay. Um, and really quick, the other the other one that I like a lot, we talked about Baltimore. That's one that I I do lean to. Um, I like the Packers minus six a lot. Uh, against the Vikings the Vikings stink um they don't do well in Green Bay last 11 trips to Green Bay they're the Packers are eight and three against the spread hosting Vikings um we saw a nine point win against the Vikings earlier this year Packers won and covered both times against Minnesota last year by an average of nine points per game uh it's just not a and Minnesota in in the bye kind of showed us they're shutting it down a little bit they took um whoever the D lineman is that they acquired from Jacksonville in the offseason, they took him, repackaged him to Baltimore. Um, Hunter, they shut down for with season-ending uh, surgery. So, like, it just feels like they're a little bit out of it. They're just bad. Yeah, that team. They stink. It, it, disappointing year. Packers, I'll be honest, I don't know how good they are. Obviously, really good record. They bounced back nicely um, against Houston and whatnot. They've got the weapons. Devontae Adams. <laughs> against this secondary we saw it in week one um just he's going to have his way we'll see what the weather forecast is but weather is the only real concern for me in this game like rogers getting it all the way downfield to adams could become a little bit more tricky i still think they'll be able to connect for enough to to get this done and even without aaron jones the rest of the backs for for green bay that's that's fine with me is this are you just looking to you're willing to lay the points here? Is this a game that you're looking at with teasers or, or or more just you'll lay the six? So I don't know if I have another teaser piece um is the problem. But yeah, obviously you can tease them. Um <clears throat> I think an interesting if you want a three-day sweat money line parlay, <laughs> I think an interesting one for a round even money is freaking Tampa. It's bomb. Ohio State on Saturday night. Green Bay on Sunday and Tampa on Monday night. I'm very confident in those three teams. It pays right around even. Uh, Assuming that we don't blow it on Saturday or Sunday, you get a nice uh, three-day sweat right there. Yeah, and listen, I mean, Ohio State, we're not going to spend – I have a show tomorrow morning, Magajeski, and we are going to break it all down. They're going into Happy Valley, but there's not going to be 110,000 people bearing down on them. That makes – I've been to those games. It's quite loud. Uh, that's a huge, huge difference. And Ohio State is just the better team. There's no doubt in my mind. I got the other piece for you for the teaser. You're not going to like right, it. Let's, let's put one together. Uh, if you want to go that route, it's the Lions. I know that seems gross. There are two and a half to three point dogs at home. You can get that up to nine, eight and a half. Against the Colts, who I'm just not a believer in the Colts. And I'm with I'm you. Certain, I'm not a believer in Matt Patricia either, but they've got some weapons. They've turned to Swift in the backfield. I think that makes all the difference. Stafford obviously doing things, coming off a good, a lucky win, but a win nevertheless against the Falcons. I, Indy away from the, not that they're going, they're going into another dome, but Indy away from home. 
I just think this game stays close. I think it's a complete toss-up game. I don't see either team winning by double digits. So hence, if you're going to give me nine points, feel very comfortable. Uh, if you want a second leg of a teaser there, I know we normally, a lot of times people with teasers, they tease the favorites down. I have no problem in a game with a reasonable total to tease the Lions up here. I think they're just fine in this one. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. Like you said, I don't do much of that, but I yeah, don't mind do teasing. I. I don't mind teasing a dog up if it's the right spot. Um, I I don't like the Colts at all. I think they're a gross team. I just have issues backing the Lions because you don't always know what you're what you're going to get. But I don't I don't hate it. I mean, it's you could find a lot worse spots this weekend. No doubt. All right. Two games, then we're going to talk to talk some Survivor. We'll give an upset pick or two, Chad, and then we'll we'll bounce on out of here on this Good Friday. We got plenty of stuff coming up, though. Stay tuned. NFL shows all weekend, big time slates in college, and obviously pro. So a lot of money up for grabs. Stay here on the Awesome Network. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscri- the subscription button on YouTube. Helps us out. Hit the notification bell. You'll know when all the shows go live. We have so many shows. You can stay informed. MMA. That that sport never takes a week off. It's absurd. They just <laughs> they live in wherever Fight Island is and just do that every week, I guess. I want to ask you though about the Niners in Seattle. Obviously, Seattle blew what was an extremely outrageous game against the Cardinals. Frustrating. I thought at home this would be a bigger spread than it is. Seattle is sitting as a two and a half point favorite. I guess the question I have is I have no pulse on the Niners. Are they even good? Uh, we know how hurt they are. What do, you, what do you make of this big-time game in the West? So the the win against the Rams was somewhat impressive. It was, uh, yeah. 49ers. I, the Patriots won. The Patriots just laid down and let the 49ers run all over them. I don't think it said that much about the Niners. Um, <clears throat> now, Seattle's defense is not good, so that is a, a concern. Um. This is a this is a tough game. I think there's a lot of good DFS value on the on the San Francisco side, okay. um, but this is a Seattle or, or pass for me. It's it's a nice bounce back spot for Seattle at home. Obviously, I, you know I, I am pretty heavy on the Seahawks in terms of futures and stuff, so I, I do believe in them. I, I I don't believe in the defense. I believe in Russell Wilson. So this is. I, to getting two and a half over three is is a pretty big deal. I, I might wind up on Seattle, but I I guess this is the game that leaves me a little confused. And it was the game that left me a little confused last week. I didn't wind up playing a side on Seattle, Arizona. And that one was, like you said, a, a very crazy game. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's a stay away spot, uh, given what we've seen from both teams recently. But Seattle are past for me. Going against uh, – and yeah. <sighs> Doesn't always work going against the public, obviously. Sometimes it's nice, sometimes it's not. Seattle's over has been cashing seemingly yep. automatically. I'm going to the under here. 54 and a half. I think that the Niners can control the tempo on the ground. It's really going to shorten the game. And yeah. as bad as these defenses are, not particularly the Niners, but more Seattle, they're bad through the air. And that's not really exactly what the Niners want to do. They're still top 10 against the run in rushing yards allowed per attempt. I think they're decent there. They can slow this game. Obviously there's going to be some success, but 54 and a half for, for a total with a game with the Niners, I think we would have said is ludicrous before the season. Now I know some of those guys are hurt, but to me, this is going to be a grinded out divisional type game. I think both teams end up in the twenties, you know, 
27-21 type game. Uh, I'm going to lean to the under on Seattle, and that is scary. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that take. Um, last week, I liked the over, and Arizona was was uh, had hit every under coming in. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a, a conflicting game, but everybody, the the you know perceived notion on the Cardinals was that they're like this high flying offense, but they hadn't hit an over all season, uh, and that one obviously soared over. This is like you said, going to be a completely different game because of what the 49ers want to do. Uh, so I I agree with you there. They're going to try and slow this game down, and you don't have to slow it down that much to stay under a, a total like this. No, I mean, right now, and again, these are secondary type things, but San Francisco is third in the league in time of possession per game. Uh, they're, wow. they're keeping the ball around 33 minutes a game. I think we see that again. And I, yes, Seattle can quick strike. There's no doubt. But if, if the Niners control the clock severely, there's just not going to be that many possessions. And I will lean to the under. I think they can get stops. So that's where I'm going. But now I'm honestly most excited to talk about this game of all the games. What do we do? I, I have questions. I'm staring the Eagles to win the East in the face. It's like minus 150-ish at some places. They have a game against Dallas. A, what do you think about the game, and what do you think about the East, which we all know is laughably bad? So the game, assuming um, Dalton is out, yeah, Ben DiNucci. You <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember his name. Ben DiNucci, there we go. Uh, well, we're not going to bet on him, are no. we? So no. Can confirm, no. It's such a gross game. I wouldn't touch the spread at all because I have so little faith in the Eagles, who were down 11 halfway through the fourth quarter against the Giants. Um, Should have lost. Pull a miracle to, to win that game. Uh, and then, like, they're playing against a guy that can't even run in a straight line without tripping over himself. Um, this division is laughable. It's awful. I, before that Giants game, I was I was banking on the Eagles winning that game. I took Philly plus 135 to win the division. So I'm sitting on a nice number there. I think I might join you. I th- even So even laying the juice now at minus 150-ish, I think you have to do it. Um. So, because what I, I'm not even going to make the argument for the Eagles because they kind of suck, but they have a, a good quarterback um, yeah, and they have some pieces. And my counter argument would be, okay, so tell me who is going to win the division and why, because the Cowboys have Ben DiNucci. No, the Giants. No, <laughs> the Giants. Washington suck, would and be the, the Washington threat. football team would be my next pick, but I, they're not going to win the division because they're the Washington football team. I don't know what to say. It, it's process of, listen, the Giants are not, the Eagles just beat the Giants. The Giants are not winning the division. They're out. The Cowboys just got rolled by Washington, and now they have Ben DiNucci behind a line. Like, he's lucky if he survives a game. They can't protect anybody. Who's the next guy? Yeah. Garrett Gilbert, who, <laughs> that's, Texas, right? Yeah, it's not great. Um, Washington beat the Eagles in week one, but the Eagles have a tie. So it's never going to come down to the head to head anyway. So that doesn't really matter. If and slash when the Eagles win this game, similar to Baltimore, this price is gone uh, (laughs) because the Cowboys will be officially done. 
Not that they're not already, but I think this is the time, as gross as it is, you're really hunting for like seven wins from the Eagles. I think that will probably do it. Uh, maybe even less as crazy as that sounds. So I'm going to take a position. I don't think I can bet this game. I'm not going to lay nine points with a no. team this bad, even though I may look at, do you have any feel on the team total for the Cowboys? No. I mean, they, they generated <laughs> literally no points basically last week. I, I don't know how they, they score. Yeah. It, how good is Philly's defensive line, I guess, is my question. I don't have a good feel for them. Like, Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they will try to, of course, get Zeke involved. They have to. But at this point, it, it seems like it doesn't really matter behind this li- offensive line for the Cowboys. Like, they're just – all their starters are gone. Zach Martin going down, I, I think we both dude. talked about how big of a deal that was. That was the – that was holding that group together, and now it's just in shambles. Yeah, uh, I guess I, the other thing is team totals against the Cowboys because that defense is so bad <laughs> have been have been hitting on the over. Oh so, my god, what a team! Uh, yeah, I, I guess I, I guess I need to think about it. But I don't you like you could bet the Cowboys team total under. You could bet the Eagles team total over. I wouldn't argue with you on either of those plays. The Eagles are going to win the game. I'm not laying nine. I don't want to tease them i don't want to put them in a money line parlay because it's so expensive um yeah minus 385 is a lot for a team yeah way too much so i i don't know what to say i i think you're right you got to be the move is is eagles to win the division and you got to just be patient to get your money yeah I, i think that's the way to take advantage of this situation um We'll see. I I don't know where else you go. That, to me, it, it there's nothing to do besides that. I'm not saying you have to bet the Eagles, but someone convinced me otherwise of why the Cowboys, the Giants, or Washington is going to win the East. Uh, I, I, I don't see it. So, Also, to keep in mind, not that this is really that pertinent, we have to monitor. We have a similar situation as the Raiders last week. The Giants offensive mm-hmm. line has the... I don't know what you want to call it, like the COVID cloud hanging over them right now. I believe one guy was positive, so the contact tracing, the entire Giants offensive line right now is is questionable. I'm not saying they're not going to play, but just if they sit, I assume that's it. you're immediately uh, looking to adjust some things. Yeah, it's a lot of points with Tampa to begin with. Yeah. Um, if the Giants don't have an offensive line and Tampa, <laughs> yeah, that has, could a be a very, if Tampa has a very good defense... Tampa's been the the opponent of the team both weeks that uh conspiracy theory I think not Tom Brady again so yeah I don't I mean the Bucks are a regardless of the O line I think the Bucks are a uh, a money line piece if if you're making a parlay and I guess if you want a teaser piece if this is still at like twelve and the Giants are without you know call it two three offensive linemen or something. Tease that to six. That's fine with me. I, Tampa's going to win this game by at least a touchdown. I would say uh, there's there's some ways, I guess, to back back Tampa. Yeah, if, if for some reason we get word, I will I will look to short. You know the the Giants props. Uh, the Giants team total. total. Giants team total could be an under. Yep, team total. I, I would say I would short their rushing props, but like they're <laughs> they don't really have rushing props because they have no I, running back. I don't know how you short like Wayne Gallman under six yards. Like, so that doesn't <laughs> seem good like to me. Spot. 
So sick. Uh, all right. We've, like I said, we hit on a bunch of games. Certainly Julian has a ton of content over on the site. I'll be writing up an article as well. Find us on Twitter. You've got all that. It's going to be interesting. I do want to turn quickly to Survivor before we get out of here. So last week, you astutely, like everyone else in the world, mentioned that the Bills would be 60 70% owned in leagues, and they were. They were extremely popular. They got it done. I went with the Chargers. I felt really comfortable at that, and they got it done. They looked good. Mm-hmm. I think that the Jaguars, Minshew's got a broken thumb as well. They're a disaster right now. Yep. Do we, I mean, we talked about the Bills being a free square. If there was a free square of all time, it's this week. If you want to move on and you have the Chiefs, you can just do that. Uh, I know it's obviously dependent on who you have left and who you've used, but what do you think about them? If it's not them, I assume you think maybe Tampa would be the other team. Right. It's a weird week because we have, you know, Tampa, Kansas City is a potential Super Bowl matchup. Um, and we have them playing the uh, the New York teams, which are just a couple of layups. So my question is, which one is more valuable to save? Probably the Chiefs, so I'd probably go Tampa. Um, and if you're not using those two, who do you use? The Eagles? Is that – I guess it's safe. And I guess it's safe enough. You don't want to think about it as taking the Eagles. You want to think about it as – going against Ben DiNucci and the Cowboys. Um, I don't know. Weird, weird week. I I would probably, I want to say Tampa. I would probably go Eagles and save my Tampa and Kansas city. Eagles is interesting. I mean, it's very gross, but you also have to look at the numbers. If you're telling me you get a nine point favorite at home, uh, that money line is sitting almost towards minus 400. That's a pretty on paper safe play. Like th- those teams win at a high clip, obviously. So you're burning a team in the NFC East. G- clearly, the goal is to get rid of the teams in the a- NFC East as fast as possible. I, so for me particularly, I, I, I used Tampa already, so I just used the Chiefs this week. I'm just going to burn them. Yep. Um, I think the Eagles is kind of interesting. I I didn't have them available either, so like I had no choice. Um, I'm not going to take like, even though I think the Packers is fine, you're just getting into a whole different category of safety. Yeah. Uh, I think there's three distinct answers. Two are layups. One is a bad team against the team that's even worse. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I, I think we did. So, so what are the chances that you golf today? Like 0%? It's, um, it just kind of stopped snowing a little bit. Um, it's higher than I would say golfing. 0%. Zero percent. That's unfortunate. It's also like my house almost blew down during the middle of this show. So not ideal. Oh, Mike D'Antoni, Jordan Klein breaking the news in chat. We see you over there getting up early to uh, produce the show and we appreciate it. And chat, as always, you guys, we appreciate you getting up with us, talking a little football. Uh, We got plenty coming again. Odd shopper. So much at the site. Promo code pumpkin. If you want to get in ten dollars, thirty one cents for platinum weekly Really good deal, and we encourage everyone to come check it out. We're going to bounce on out of here. Me and Julian do some things. Prepare for Wyoming tonight. Let's go Cowboys at home. on the Wyoming Cowboys. Hopefully it's snowing up there. Uh, The colder, the better. So if you have any questions, like I said, articles would be out. We will be available in Slack. You can hit us up on Twitter. Thanks, everyone. Hit that like button on your way out. Good luck this week. Hope to see you at the top of the boards. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. 